Are you Jesus-centered or world-centered? It is that simple. And I know, I know, if you're like me, you're thinking of the movie The Notebook, it's not that simple. But guys, this is that simple. Jesus tells us that we are to have him at the center of everything that we do, everything we say, how we act, how we love. And when we choose to have Jesus at the center of every area of our life, there is this aroma that follows us everywhere we go. And it's reflecting this glorious light of Jesus. We're going to dive deep to understand what it's like to live a Jesus-centered life as a woman for Christ. This is the Jesus at the Sinners podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Centers. Let's get real. Welcome back with me. I am your host, Courtney Centers. This is the Jesus of the Sinners podcast, formerly known as Entrusted by Him podcast, if you're new. Um, I'm so excited to get started on this ministry that God has shifted Entrusted from, and I'm so excited to see where He is leading this ministry to go. So let us lead with what we talked about in that first week, last week in the intro of the new podcast. Let's talk about um, that pause real quick. For anybody that didn't hear last week's episode, we are, the, the this podcast is going to be structured a little differently than the Entrusted podcast. So at the beginning of every episode, we are just going to take a minute to pause and to surrender everything to the Lord, everything he has given us, everything he has entrusted to us, we're just going to pause and surrender that back to him in prayer. Lord, I come to you with this podcast, this ministry, and every ear that is tuning in. Lord, I pray that you will lay your hand on every single lady, every daughter of yours that is listening right now, and that you will meet them where they are. Lord, I pray that you will receive our surrender in our marriages, in our parenthood, in our friendships, in our jobs, in our finances, our desires. We Everything you have given to us, God, our emotions, we surrender that to you right now because we know that you care for us, God. Any anxieties, fears, any physical sickness that is happening, Lord, I just give it all to you. All of it, the good and the bad, it's all yours. Take it and do what you will, Lord. We just want you and your plans. And we just pray that you will have it all. Use us in all those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, guys, so as I mentioned before, um, this is a new podcast. We're going to... Um, kind of getting in the nitty gritty of what it looks like as women to live Jesus-centered lives, to keep Jesus at the center of every of everything, right? Everything that we do, we say, we act, how we love, um, our jobs, our marriages, our finances, our desires, our prayers, uh, our relationships with our children, everything. So let's start this year off with Jesus at the center of everything. Now, we are nearing um, 
as I'm recording this, we're nearing the end of January, and you'll probably be hearing this sometime in February, but it's still at the beginning of the year. We are still going, we're a month in, but we're still at the beginning. We're still um, able to, if we haven't already, turn things around and keep everything Jesus-focused, right? So when we do this, um, like I said, and I, I will say this again and again and again, there's an overflow that God talks about throughout the Bible that will come out of every area of our life. There's this aroma that starts to follow behind us that people will see this reflection of God's glory. He will get the glory for everything in our life when we keep him at the, at the center, when we keep him at the center of everything. When we stay Jesus-focused. So if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalm 23, 5 and 6. I want to read this. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In this verse, first of all, I get goosebumps reading that. I mean, I don't know what that does to you when you hear those words in your earbuds or your car. But man, those are such good words. Lord, thank you for your word. I just want to stop and tell him thank you for those words. In this verse, God is talking about that overflow from your soul to others and to the world in everything you do. When we give Jesus our first in the morning, throughout the day, and at the end of the day, and that may be really hard to do, but it's, that's what we're designed for, is to give him our first in everything. So let me, let me break this down. Because I feel like there might be somebody out there feeling like, how do I give him my first at the end of the day? That's when I'm spent. I want you to think about that moment that you put your kids to bed. Or if you're not a mom, that moment you sit down at the end of the day to relax, to decompress. That is the moment before you give yourself anything. Give all of yourself to him. Give all of yourself to him. That is how... That is how we model giving our first to Jesus in everything, even when we're like completely spent for the day. So going back to that, giving God your first in everything you do, there's an overflow, there is that aroma, and the world will see this and for a visual, they'll kind of smell that fragrance of him on you. When you think about putting perfume on and you walk by, somebody else smells that perfume and they're like, oh, that's a pleasant smell. It almost leaves them feeling happy, like joyful that they got to smell something pleasant, right? And so imagine how they will feel. Imagine the impact that you will have if that aroma that they smell is Jesus. If you ask me, that is the best perfume that, that you can get. So they will see that your, they'll see your joy and your peace that you're carrying around. 
So how do we practically do this? Okay, like we said, when you wake up before your feet hit the floor, practice gratitude. Thank you, God, for waking me up, for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for the bed that I'm getting ready to get out of. I mean, wow, just that posture of heart already. God just pours joy into you when you praise him for what he has blessed you with in your life. Even in the hard times, I don't want this to sound like rainbows and butterflies, but if we can position ourselves in a place of gratitude, of praise, just just worshiping him as soon as our our feet hit the floor in the morning, the impact on your relationship with him will be phenomenally different than if you hadn't. Okay, so let's talk about keeping Jesus at the center of your whole life and how this this will allow him to have the wheel to, to every direction you go. It will allow him to have the key to every door that you need to unlock. And every single door that you're going to have to walk through, it will allow him to change that address where you're supposed to end up whenever he needs to in your life when you keep him at the center. What does all this mean? It means that the fruits in your life will be sweeter. They'll be ripe. When you, um, when, when you really are willing to be living with him at the center and you will live an abundant life. Doesn't mean it's easy, okay? But it means it's abundant. Even in a hard, awful things, times that happen, you can have abundance of Jesus at the center of that crazy, awful circumstance. And that doesn't cut out troubles and struggles, like I'm saying. But again, it reminds us that God is the center of it. He's sovereign, right? Um, And it reminds me um, of the book of John. You know, where he promises us that we will have trials and tribulations in this life. He walks through those with us. And when he's at the center of it, it's a different walk. It's a different walk. So going into this new year, I want you to remember that you don't have to be a slave to your past. You can be fully alive now. And let this be the year of Jesus at the center of your everything. So keep that in mind. And before we close out this episode, I wanted to leave you all with some spiritual disciplines that can help you practically really align your heart with Jesus being at the center of every area of your life. And the first one of those is Bible reading. We need to read God's word and we need to see what he said on those pages. They are God breathed. They are true, trustworthy. They they don't expire. <laughs> it is so important for us to see what God has said. The next thing is Bible studying. You know, reading is different than studying and and really getting into the meaning of what you're reading. And so we need to study them and really try to dig deeper into the context to understand the purpose for them, for those words being there, interpret them and understand what they're saying. Ask God 
to help you understand what you're reading, to interpret that to you, to give you his wisdom. The next one is silence, kind of like we did in the beginning of this episode, just taking a moment to pause and to meditate, but meditate on scripture. That's that's the key. Um, let's not meditate as the world says, but to meditate as God says on his scripture, to be silent with his word and to be able to hear his voice. Prayer. I cannot stress this. I feel like I should have said this one first, but I can't stress this one enough how important prayer is. It is literally a direct communication with God. The fact that he has created a way to have a conversation with him at any time and he listens. That one could not be any more special. The next one is generosity. Giving brings so much joy, you guys. So much joy. We were designed to give. Fellowship is the next one. We were created for community and fellowship. Um, You know, if your spiritual gifting is shepherding, maybe think about starting a small group for your local friends as well in your church. Um, The next one is fasting. This one can be tough, um, but it is so, so fruitful. I'm going to give you a quick example. So a few years ago, I, and we will get more into this. I want to be able to share my testimony with you all. Um, and, And so part of that, I struggled with fashion. Uh, That was what I wanted to do as a career uh, growing up was to be a fashion designer. And so I struggled with any new trend. I felt like I had to have it. And I was constantly looking at clothes on my phone, constantly looking at new trends, um, how to put outfits together, which outfits, what I needed to kind of cultivate my closet to look like, if you will. Whoa, (laughs) the time that I could have spent in the Bible instead and with God and in prayer, so much more fruitful would it have been. So I decided that I felt like, well, I felt like God had called me to fast um, looking at clothes. And it may seem very simple, very silly, but it was really an idol and it was taking the place of Jesus in my life. And so I decided to fast for 40 days to look at clothes on my phone. Long story short, I did. And that crave of having to have the newest trend, that crave of having to look at clothes constantly, oh my goodness, like it kind of just disappeared. The Lord had fulfilled that crave. It was absolutely amazing to see how he He just filled me up and I wasn't hungry for clothes anymore. I was hungry for him. It was incredible. I hadn't experienced anything like that with him as far as fasting goes. So it was just wonderful. Um, The next one is scripture memorization. God tells us to stamp his word on our hearts and our minds. And so we can do that by memorizing his his words. Um, The next one is praise. Praising him brings so much joy to our lives. Oh my goodness. Uh, So much fulfillment that overflows into those around us. And, And this alone, honestly, guys, this alone, God will use it to reach someone else and display the gospel without even actually having to tell the gospel. It's amazing. Um, And the last one is just simplicity. Tuning out the distractions of the world and living simple speaks so much volume in our relationship with Christ, and it will allow you to draw closer to him and just put the world behind you, basically, and keep him in 
your eyesight, your your focus, right? You're basically going to be watching him like a deer in the headlights. You're not going to take your eyes off of him. That's it for today, guys. I am so Oh, I just, I'm just so in awe of him and I'm praying over you. I'm praying over your year friends and um, just thank you so much for being here. I'm Courtney Sinners. This is Jesus at the Sinners Podcast. Hey sis, you are a daughter of the King. You are a child of God. You are his delight. You are a masterpiece of his creation. You are a beautiful piece of artwork to Him. You have a voice. You have a calling. You have a purpose. And you belong to Him. And when we live with Him at the center of everything, those around us get to see Jesus. Jesus.